These may be challenging times, but have hope and listen to the untold health stories about incredible people who have committed their lives to better their communities. Diverse health activists, direct medical providers, community organizers that are helping our communities to get healthier and stronger. Stories of local heroes during the pandemic and even before that proves over and over again that people can come together during times of need and make the world a better place. Stories you would never hear of, except at Healthcare Untold, hosted by Barbara Ann Garcia. Our guest today is Rohan Pardasani, who's the founder and director of Health, Fitness, and Wellbeing Community Avana. Rohan, welcome to Healthcare Untold. Thank you, Barbara. How are you today? Well, I know I'm in the late afternoon going into the evening and you're in the morning because you're in Melbourne, Australia. So we're so happy to have you. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you. Well, we really wanted to hear your journey. Uh, You have an online platform that helps connect people to uh, supportive health services. And uh, we're all about health. So we want to hear about your journey and how you did that, particularly around, you know, how you're dealing with technology. Um, And of course, we had a major pandemic that we had to contend with through throughout this last couple of years. So the story is yours. Well, thank you. Thank you, obviously, for having me on the on the show. So in terms of a bit about me. Um, I used to be a lawyer. Uh, don't hold that against me for many years. Um, and through that experience, like a lot of lawyers, you know, you work very hard um, and generally your your own health and well-being, you know, becomes the bottom of the priority list. Um, and, and, you know, when you want to take action in relation to your health, it's usually sort of a spur of the moment decision. You know, I have an hour here, I have half an hour there. Wouldn't it be great if I could, you know, book in a personal trainer in the local gym or get a massage or, you know, find um, a physiotherapist or a physical therapist, I believe is the way you term it in the US, to um, help me with the back pain I've been suffering for so long. Um, You know, it's very much spur of the moment. And it very much has to fit into your schedule. Um, and I was the same. And and kind of that's the reason why I sort of set up and built the platform. One, because um, I knew that most people, professionals, are, are time poor. You know, when they want to make a decision related to their own health and well-being, it's got to be then and there. And second, a lot of people don't really know, you know, the well-being, the support service options that are open to them, you know. In that hurt back example or, or back pain example, you know, there are chiropractors, there's physiotherapists, there's osteopaths, there's your general practitioner, you know, the list goes on. And a lot of us are kind of overwhelmed by our, our choices and and unfortunately end up doing nothing. They just end up suffering in pain. Um, so I kind of wanted to put an end to that. Um, and, and that's kind of where Ivana was born. You know, in terms of my own personal story, I, I found, uh, well, I wished I had a platform available because I, I suffered from Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a form of cancer. And it's not really, a, it's probably the best type of cancer you can have. So, um, but it's it was informative in the sense that I went to a lot of different allied health practitioners, um, natural health practitioners, you know, fitness practitioners looking for answers because they went undiagnosed for a long time. 
And I guess through that experience, I found that most of these therapists and practitioners have a lot of care to give. Uh, they genuinely cared about my health and well-being, but they also, I guess, struggled to run a successful business. And and the main reason for that was I just weren't getting enough leads through the door. So if there was an ability for Avana, um, our marketplace, to really fill that gap uh, in their schedule, in their appointment book with new clients, that, you know, I felt that we would be doing a, a good service to the overall, you know, health and well-being community. Yeah, so for the uh, consumer and then also for the provider who's also searching uh, for uh, people to come into their doors and their marketing issues too must be, you know, cumbersome for them as well. So you really do help in terms of ensuring that people do get the kind of referrals that they're looking for. And, you know, we live by our phones these days. I'm lifting up the phone for us to see. I know the the listening audience can't see it, but it is kind of like the major uh, role that uh, phones use you know we use them for everything so why not uh, accessing healthcare? that's right 100 and so how do you vet your uh, providers uh, do you search them out and that's that's yeah that's a good question you know i, I think in australia we're blessed um by having a lot of government funded schemes in terms of uh funding for different parts of the community. So obviously in Australia, we have Medicare, which is a form of free health care that um, most Australians can access. But there are also uh, schemes to help um, persons with disability. Um, for example, the National Disability Insurance Scheme in Australia. And there are other countries in the world which are also introducing similar schemes where persons with disability can access government funding to, to help them, you know, live uh, their best lives or excellent lives. Um, and through that um, opportunity, a lot of uh, the providers on our platform, we've signed to assist to get um, what we call NDIS provider registration. And through that NDIS provider registration process, um, they need to make sure that they have uh, specific um, requirements. They need to be have certain qualifications. They need to have police checks and working with children checks and other checks to make sure that they are suitable. And we use that service almost as a precursor to them listing on our platform. So it, it serves two purposes. One, we help them to get that registration so that they can find another source of clients to fill those gaps in their schedule. So specifically persons with a disability. And in doing so, we're actually vetting them because we're making sure they're getting the checks that they need to safely provide those those services. Uh, so it's a little bit of an interesting way of um, sort of approaching that issue, but it, it was something which was actually born out of COVID where we were finding it really difficult to um, send new clients to the practitioners on our platform. One, because most of the practitioners actually had to close our doors uh, for for the um, avid uh, news fans and readers in your audience, you know, Australia and specifically Melbourne was the most locked down city in the world. Yeah. Um, I, I believe it had the record for the number of continuous days in lockdown. Uh, so a platform like ours um, became difficult to sustain because you couldn't actually send consumers or clients to the practitioners because they had to close their doors. So 
the NDIS registration, being able to get practitioners NDIS registration was the way that we were able to assist our practitioners through through COVID. We said to them, if we can get you this registration, then coming out of COVID, then there's a new way to monetize your business and find your clients. Yeah, that's great. You know, in the United States, of course, they had telehealth, what we're doing right here, right? Being able to do consults. And uh, that was, a you know, was something that was being developed for the decade before. But man, overnight, it just kind of became because it was necessary, you know. And, you know, it's really interesting how a an emergency, uh, a crisis really kind of pops up uh, solutions. And uh, so it sounds like the NDIS was one of those solutions for people in Australia. And it's wonderful to hear that uh, there are services and um, benefits for people with disabilities, and particularly for the, for the fact that uh, they may need to be at home to get the service over, um, you know, the Zoom ability and or, uh, you know, being able to find those practitioners if they are limited in their ability to get on the phone, where they can do more platform orientation to that yeah definitely definitely yeah telehealth was also um you know obviously very prevalent in australia especially in you know the, uh, services that don't require any touch or feel but a lot of the services on our platform such as physiotherapy massage <laughs> Yeah, chiropractic. It's it's very difficult to perform it by telehealth. Um, yeah, we haven't solved that one yet. Bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you know soon, the advancements soon. in AI. I'm sure that you know it's just around the corner. Exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, and so where do you see your uh, company going? I mean, I think that this is a really innovative way of uh, being able to provide um, individuals uh, services. What What do you, without giving out your uh, secret sauce, tell us about what you're thinking for your future? Yeah, like I, I, I think the thing I'm most excited about is a project that we term out our well-being journeys, uh, which is really being able to group different support services or different um, practitioner types together, you know, based on the archetype of a specific client. So, for example, uh, we have what we call our pregnancy journey on the platform, which kind of groups related pregnancy-related services for the, for the client and then being able to jump onto our platform type the suburb they're in and then we book, you know, eight to 10 appointments for them based on, you know, the nine months pregnancy journey or the 39 week pregnancy journey. So, you know, in month one, month one they might, you know, get uh, start, you know, with pregnancy yoga and then pregnancy Pilates. And then, uh, you know, in month three, we start to, to think through sort of, um, you know, mindfulness and mental uh, health-related issues with an impending baby and, you know, how that might impact on your marriage or your your relationship with your partner. And then as we get to the, you know, at the end of the pregnancy, you know, more, you know, pregnancy physiotherapy um, as, a, as a way to kind of get ready for the birth, et cetera. So it's really about us. It's about can we link services in the broader allied health and natural health space um, together, almost creating a referral channel um, or a pathway for clients who sort of say, look, this is a once in a lifetime sort of thing for me or, um, you know, I'm, I'm 
getting pregnant and I don't really know what to start and I don't really know the care options or the well-being options available to me to be able to maximise this time in my life. So that's kind of the way we're looking at our platform. Are there sort of customer personas, whether it's pregnancy or overworked professionals like myself who could really benefit from a series of related um, services which sort of tackle the underlying condition or the underlying um, goal from different angles. Well, I love that because, you know, really looking at best practices and kind of taking them step by step and, you know, they don't have to stop, look, try to figure it out. It's all in one place. And that's, you know, really the beauty of technology for us these days, especially in healthcare, that we can bring so many um, different sources of information and also um, types of services that people can connect to and that they're connected in terms of their terms. Like you used the the example of pregnancy. I really like that. That's a great idea. And being able to give people that one opportunity to be in one place and be able to get your steps taken care of for yourself. That's what we need when we're busy people, right? That's it. That's it. <laughs> now, do you do the post after the, the child and what to do? Because, <laughs> you know, get something like 14 and 15 year olds. What do you do with them? You know, that might be your, your second phase of that. <laughs> I know a lot of I parents. Wish. I know. I know a lot of parents who are managing that these days. Um, any other what's your, you know, any other comments you would like to share with our listening audience about your services? I guess in, in, in our space, we're kind of dealing with a lot of uh healthcare practitioners with conflicting, or not conflicting, but but methods and methodologies, which are sometimes at conflict with others. So, you know, we have physiotherapists and chiropractors and and massage therapists and and different sorts of practitioners, some who deal with natural therapies and and Eastern medicine. And and I guess the the thing about Ivana and the thing I would encourage audiences generally is to you know be open to different possibilities in relation to their own health and their own body i'm not saying don't do the research or don't um you know have a good read about different therapies but we've seen some great success stories when people have been having persistent um you know knee pain or back pain and try try a new type of practitioner and have got a breakthrough in a number of sessions where, you know, they've kind of been dealing with something for eight to ten years. And oh. and I think the one message I took out of that is you don't know if you don't try. Uh, if yeah. you can find a practitioner who, can, who is trusted on a curated network like Ivana, and I know that there are similar networks in the U.S., uh, who is pro- providing or a modality of service or providing a type of service which you haven't tried before, try it. Like, you know, um, you, you might be surprised in most of the outcomes. So well, that would be one thing I'd love to learn. Yeah, some of these practices have been for thousands of years, right? So they yeah, couldn't have gone absolutely. wrong without modern medicine. And, you know, the issue around pain management is becoming more and more serious as, um, you know, uh, I think uh, physicians want to move away from, you know, medication, pain medications because of the high rate of uh, addiction. And so looking at what other ways of pain management um, through massage and through uh, other types of acupuncture, as an example, I've used acupuncture 
for a variety of issues. And, you know, I've been very satisfied with it. So, you know, there's some other ways for people to, for complementary services to really uh, gain um, support in their, in their health and well-being. So absolutely, totally agree with that. Rowan, we want to thank Rowan Padasani, the CEO of Alvana Platform to connect people to healthy services. Thank you so much. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you. Healthcare Untold. Healthcare Untold. Healthcare.